1: And
0: the strong. That's right, and only the deadly are available (laughs) on uh, Showreel. Again, the uh, fade buttons in the studio seem to be playing funny buggers for me, and uh, I think I'll need to talk to somebody about it. Uh, Anyway, you're on Showreel with Annie today, and uh, we're going to have a chat with the wild and woolly filmmaker Sarah Hickey, who uh, is uh, going to start... A uh, uh, quest in um, to walk from Adelaide uh, from Melbourne to Adelaide. That's right, isn't it, Sarah?
2: Yes, it is. That's uh, pretty much it in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you wild and woolly creature. Tell us why you, as a filmmaker, have decided that you're going to make this epic journey, this 800 kilometre journey from Melbourne to uh, Adelaide by foot.
2: Yeah, it sounds a little bit crazy when you um say it out loud. Um look, basically I've written the crux of of a film that I'd um that I'll be making in 2015-2016. And as I was writing it, I sort of found that a lot of the um a lot of the scenery while I can imagine it in my head, I haven't found that yet and it is such a core part of this film that I want to make. So, um, being inspired by some of the longer hiking journeys that are available elsewhere, I kind of just went and designed my own, <laughs> and um, and it's something I've always wanted to do. So, even though, yeah, it's a good opportunity to tie it in with that creative process while you know doing something that I've always wanted to set myself the challenge of doing. So,
0: now the film's called. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The film's called Barren, isn't it? You've got the title. And you've got the. Yes, uh, that's right. And you've decided that you're going to try and find the landscape before you actually. You must have a concept. Do you have a concept?
2: I do. And I I am keeping it pretty close to my chest at the moment um, because I'm also keeping an open mind with this walk. Um, I'll be staying with heaps of different hosts who've really kindly um, allowed me either into their homes or their properties along the way. So. Um, even though I do have this story mapped out in my head, I think it's pretty crazy to not let um, this month-long journey kind of dictate where it goes as well. So, yeah. Um yeah, at the moment it's sitting there in draft format and um, over the next two, three months it's going to be refined and kind of dictated by the things and places and people that I see while I take this walk.
0: You're mm. you you you're going to do a, a Werner Herzog honours too. You're going to actually document wh- where you go and what you do and who you speak to.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's going to be, you know, rough as guts because... You know, obviously, I'll just be carrying the bare minimum with me, but um, that is absolutely the plan. I'll be taking lots of photos, lots of video. Uh, I'm sure I'll get super vulnerable and make some horrible video blog posts. But, um, yeah, it's really cool that I'll be able to share it with people, you know, sort of in real time while I do the walk, and people can just see it by um, subscribing to the newsletter list or just on the website at barrenfilm.com.
0: So, are you actually literally going to do this by yourself?
2: I There are parts that I can and parts that I can't. So, there are some arterial roads that I have to have a support vehicle for. Um, I did fight tooth and nail to do it 100% on my own. That would have been the absolute ideal. Um, but you know, some things are not possible in a country where they they do want to look after you and the other drivers on roads like that. So, um, yeah. So the the sections that I'm legally allowed to do on my own, that is uh, what I'll be doing. And there's just a few sections where I will have a um, a support vehicle behind me.
0: That's really fascinating, actually, because uh, going people talk about a country, but they don't necessarily know a country until they've actually walked it. I'm really quite impressed with this notion that you're going to discover a reality that uh, most people would only experience uh, vicariously by uh, a film or... uh, Yeah. Yeah, and by foot, it's quite a different experience than doing it by car. Well,
2: that's it. Like, most people, if you drive from Melbourne to Adelaide, you take the highway and you see that strip of road and that's all you see. But there are all these kooky little towns and crazy abandoned places and buildings. And those are sort of things that I wouldn't have seen unless I was forced into an opportunity like this. And so I'm really hoping that I see a lot of places that have been overlooked and get to use them in a really cinematic way.
0: You are deciding, to, you figure that you're going to, on paper, do 15 kilometres to 42 kilometres a day. You're pretty fit.
2: I've been... Oh, I wouldn't push This is still going to be a stretch even for me. Um, I have been doing a fair bit of training this year um, in uh, the lead-up to it. But, you know, as a business owner as well, like, it's pretty tough to find the time and to, you know, obviously you can't be walking 15 to 42 kilometres a day in preparation. So, you know, trying to cram in high-intensity training where I can, Um, and long weekend hikes um, to sort of do that conditioning on the weekends as well. Um, Lots of diet advice, left, right and centre, a bit of physio, um, you know, orthotic treatment. So I've had had a good bunch of people supporting me along the way, which has been really good to have that professional advice as well, because there's no way of really actually testing what my body will do or how it will respond until I'm actually doing it,
0: pretty much. No, exactly right. And as you've brought it up yourself, you are a third owner of production company Monster and Bear, which is a great title, I have to say, a a great uh, name for a business. (laughs) (laughs) And what do you do? I mean, you've got a, a filmmaking background, of course, or else you wouldn't be doing this.
2: That's right. So I'm actually calling from location at the moment. I'm between two um, two shoots as we speak. But um, basically, you know, we do anything from TVCs to, you know, branded film and content for companies. Um, we dabble in music video- videos as well. Um, so, you know, I've always created content and I've kind of dived into the deep end getting paid for it first while most people at that time... When they were finding their feet as filmmakers to go and do the the film thing, so I've, yeah, it's a little bit backwards for me, but um, yeah, it's good to kind of take a step back and go, you know, what I never did that thing that most people got to do. This is me on a page, and this is this is me writing, and this is my heart and soul, um, not not for someone else.
0: Well, it's a great deal of confidence that you're showing. I, I find it a really interesting blend of uh, uh, cr- creation. Uh, in a modern form, uh, using internet and uh, the uh, very brutal, straightforward notion of using your feet to get from one place to another. Uh, Very clever of you, I think. A very interesting piece of self-promotion.
2: Oh, thank you. I know there's a lot of filmmakers out there, so you've got to do something pretty nuts and crazy to cut through, I think.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, we'll keep in touch and uh, tell people how they can find out again about what you're doing because you start on August the 1st, don't you?
2: That's right. So I'll be leaving August 1st and if it all goes to plan, I'll be getting into Adelaide on August the 31st, um, so exactly a month. Basically, I would just urge people to head to barrenfilm.com dot com or to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. So on Instagram, it's just barrenfilm, film, and on Facebook, it's barrenfilmofficial. film official. And so, that's
0: B-A-R-R-E-N. Um,
2: that's correct. Yeah. Yeah,
0: as opposed so, to uh, the lordly baron, it's barren land.
2: That's right. A barren land and a very barren lead character, just to give it a, <laughs> a, a bit of a
0: tease. <laughs> thanks very much for talking to us today and uh, I better let you go to go and make a living. <laughs> yeah, no
2: worries. Got
0: to pay that rent. Alright, thanks so much, Annie. Well, that was uh, Sarah Hickey. She's a wild and woolly filmmaker who's going to go and make a long journey, 800 kilometres by foot from Melbourne to Adelaide. And uh, we should look out for her film Baron. Also, of course, go online to dot I believe that's where you're looking. Let's see if I'm right. Have I? Yeah, no, barrenfilm.com, www.barrenfilm.com and that's B-A-R-R-E-N film.com. You can go to Instagram or go to Facebook and you can find out more about uh, what, she, uh, what Sarah Hickey's doing. She starts her walk on August the 1st. And uh, of course. 3CR has got a film fundraiser going on tonight at Nova. You still can get tickets if you ring the station on 94198377. That's the wonderful film about Amy Winehouse. And this is the first night, the first release night for Amy Winehouse at oh it's actually at the Kino. It's at the Kino. I, don't, I get it right. It's at the Kino. And uh here, um we'll get all the information from the ad instead of getting it wrong by voice.
1: I don't think I'm going to be at all
2: famous. I don't think I could handle it. I would probably go mad, you know
0: what I mean? I would go mad. 3CR and Music Matters Radiothon Film Fundraiser is the new documentary study of the great British soul queen Amy Winehouse.
2: Bring your friends along to the Kino Cinema at 45 Collins Street in the city on Thursday the 2nd of July at 6.30pm.
0: Tickets are $20 concession and $25 wage. Buy your tickets online at 3cr.org.au or at the station 21 Smith Street Fitzroy or phone Loretta during business hours on nine four one nine eight three seven seven.
2: 8377. Amy, Thursday the 2nd of July at Kino Cinema in the City.
0: Help 3CR and Music Matters reach our radiophone target so that we can
2: activate, activate the, the airwaves. Waves. Hi, I'm David Bradbury, activist filmmaker and proud of it. And any time I'm in Melbourne, i love to do an interview with 3CR and uh, bring you folk up to speed with what I'm doing in different parts of the globe or in in my own own turf in Australia. It's really important that we have community radio and that you support it and you get out behind 3CR and the events that they promote and to keep you informed against the uh, mainstream media that wants us to keep our eyes shut and to go back to bed.
0: Tune in to On Screen and find out more about what's on the big and the small screen each Saturday, 11am till 12 noon on 3CR. It's a program on film, on filmmakers and on film festivals. It's called On Screen, Mm, but it's on the radio, 3CR. Yes, and you're with Annie on Showreel, Australia's film show on 3CR. We look at uh, things that are going on in Australian film industry, people who make them. Also, just uh, more auxiliary, uh, interesting ideas that are related to promoting Australian filmmaking. And so this next story is about a place called Dungot, D-U-N-G-O-G. It's the Dungot Festival. It's uh, a little town of a little over 2,300 people, 215 kilometres from Sydney. And these people have a short film competition which has been going for only one year. And I thought what might be interesting about this story was if you yourself were part of a community that wanted to be involved in making uh, short film competitions or just raising the profile of the area that you're in. Anyway, so just how do you go about doing it? is a kind of interesting uh, thing but also you might be interested in making a film for the Dungot Festival because there's still time and you might also be interested in going to Dungot and uh, having a lazy time of it during their festival period. But anyway, let's hear what uh, the festival director has got to say. The festival director is... uh, here, having actually oh, had a chat with me um, about what goes on there. Now, I know that uh, this is only the second year that Dungog, have I said it wrong, correctly? Yep. Dungog, uh, yes. Dungog has had its short film competition. Yes. But it's part of a, a broader festival. And I know that, uh, in a sense, you're uh, pu- punching above your weight because it's a very small place, isn't it? Yeah. Dungog?
1: It uh, is a small place, but it's got a lot of um, energy and it has a history of some uh, great festivals here. So um, the town the town really get on board and um, really get involved in the festival and it, the town really comes to life. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting.
0: Now, how did you get started with the Short Film Festival? Tell me about that. How did you do it? You decided you were going to do it?
1: Yeah, so last year they decided um, that... You know, short film programs they're always they're always so great and there 's a lot of energy behind the short film program and we we wanted to continue that again this year and the premise behind it is to get more people involved in creating new work and getting the town involved in, in seeing work you know shooting work themselves and people from around the country and around the world really uh, to to be take part in something that 's kind of quirky in a, you know in a, in a country town. In you know the middle of New South Wales, so that's kind of you know where all where the energy came from in the first place.
0: How did you uh, get people to know that you were intending to do this? How did you get your filmmakers to actually enter uh, your competition? I bet you the internet had a lot to do with it.
1: Oh yes, um, it's quite amazing um, what you can do these days. Um, that's a bit of an understatement, I suppose, but it's. Uh, we have a really great platform that we work with. So when you go to our website, you, you click through to um, a, a, an organisation called Field Festival Life and they basically um, allow you to upload uh, what, what, what we call a screener. So like it's a, um, the, the video of the work uh, so the, the judges can have a look at the work. And uh, yeah, then once we decide who the final finalists are, then we get in contact with them and then we can get their work sent to us. But it's a really great way that you can just do it anywhere, anywhere you are. Um, you, can look at, you can look at the films, as in the judging panel, can look at the films online and, and get a sense of um, what the competition is.
0: Oh, right. Okay. So uh, uh, the other thing I wanted to know about is uh, that it's quite clear that Ott has got some sort of uh, affiliation with film because, one, I discovered you've got an unusual theatre called James Theatre, what is it? The oldest fully enclosed, purpose-built cinema in Australia, and it's also one of the uh, rural outlets for fikaflis.
1: Yes, um, it, the James Theatre is a gorgeous theatre. It's uh, I was just in there again this morning. I love going in there. It's such a, it's got such a beautiful vibe, and the facade is this, you know, quirky sort of Spanish facade, which. You know, it sits in the town in this, you know, in a funny kind of way, in a really beautiful but sort of accidental way, and then behind it you've got these rolling green hills. So it's just the perfect setting for watching films, really.
0: So does that mean that someone in the early history of this country town was completely taken up with the what would have been new technology?
1: They did used to have, um, at the time it would have been new technology, they did used to have a. Um, a film projection, a film projector in there. So they did run, um, you know, 35 and probably 70 mil films in there. Uh, that doesn't exist anymore. Of course, it's all uh, much more, um, you know, t- technology-based um, with the DCP. But, yes, it was... Someone had a vision. Um, I need to... I really want to find out more myself about uh, the, the history of the, of the cinema. But someone did have a vision and it's still a thriving cinema even today. There's, um, there's a great film program that runs constantly throughout the year for um, the locals to engage with. So, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, which is quite extraordinary because when you live in relatively isolated country towns with, with a relatively small number of people, that uh, is a very community feel approach, isn't
2: it? It is. It's a very
1: community approach but having said that, it's a really great sort of um, international approach as well. They have, you know... They have a strong program of um, uh, mainstream films, like you know Hollywood films and art house films. And just yesterday, they um, they, they had the film "The Man Who Shot Liberty Balance, but they had a, um, a live band. in Oh, there. fantastic. Yeah, it it's was a great really film. Cool. I know, and they just well, they do all really cool little things like that. That, that just runs, um, you know, that just supports the, the um, cinema all year. And then we come in with our with our big program as well.
0: Now, let's go back to the short film competition. You've got some pretty interesting categories. Yeah, Unusual. Like, what do you reckon? <laughs> I, I really like them. Can you tell tell us about why you've chosen the ones you have, like Still Waters Run Deep?
1: Yes. Now, that was chosen because um, we are hoping to have a, um, a water sponsor on board um, who will actually give a prize for... Um, The one in that category, and that has—we're just confirming all the details now. So we decided to have a water, a water theme, and really, what we mean by that, as the little note that I put in there, is it just needs to include water, and um, in some way or another. And I'm—I'm pretty sure I'm going to get some great and really artistic um, ideas on how water can be engaged in a, in a short film. Um, obviously it's not someone, you know, taking a drink of water, but it could be as well, depending on the context. (laughs) (laughs) You just never know what you're going to get. And that's the beauty of it. I love, I love that.
0: And what Um, about suburban mayhem?
1: Yeah, suburban mayhem. And look, you know, you can, there's so much in that little title, I think, um, you know, the contrast of suburbia, uh, with, you know, some sort of rebellious activities going on or, um. Look, it could be anything. I don't, I don't want to put ideas into people's heads. I'm sure they have their own ideas. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll
0: quickly run through the. And I agree with you, you shouldn't actually preempt. Sugar Rush, content must be made especially for children. The yeah, Daily into, Grind.
1: Yeah, the Daily Grind, Thriller Night, and Too Many Cooks.
0: A lot of latitude in all that.
1: I think so. Um, the Sugar Rush is going to be cool. I think I really wanted to have a strong kids program. I think it's really important to. Um, get young people in watching short films, getting um, excited and inspired. And uh, one thing I'm really um, interested in doing in the town is just engaging the local community. And we've seen more and more um, creativity coming from the, the local community, um, more than already is anyway. And just keeping on building upon what that is. And who knows? Maybe we'll get some really great um, local local filmmakers as well. So that'll be that, that'll be that'll be excellent.
0: Uh, you could also get a. Um, I love lollies. You could get a great lolly sponsor.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, chocolate, all sorts. Um, oh yeah. Is is I don't know your town, but the town. But is it a? Um, is it a main street with? Uh, is, it, do people take over the whole town during the festival?
1: Yes, absolutely. So, uh, Dungog does have a main street called Dowling Street, and it's a really long, really wide uh, main street. And the core of uh, commercial activity happens in that street. Uh, there's lots of cafes and, you know, um, there's the, the cinemas just off the corner there. the the pubs, um, there's a tourist centre, there's a CWA, ladies, pizza, you know, there's all sorts of things, as you would expect in a country town. Um, and that's the hub of activity on a daily basis. Uh, but during the festival, yes, we really want... Um, to have that space ignited, really, um, for the whole time. So you can walk around the town and you can just feel that you're a part of the town just just by, you know, strolling around, really. So lots of outdoor activities. The the, the whole festival kicks off with a long table dinner, which is a uh, dinner for 220 people right in the middle of that main street. So, yeah, the, the main street is a real feature for us as well.
0: That's great. That actually yeah. sounds like really good fun. Now, with the Short Film Festival, uh, it's the... People can win a prize, $1,000 in cash?
1: $1,000 in cold, hard cash.
0: Yeah, that's nice. One thing
1: we we also want to do is, um, I mean, we do get some international um, uh, submissions. I've already had submissions flowing in, actually, which is excellent. Um, But for locals, and by that we mean, you know, people from New South Wales, and even if, you know, they were coming from Victoria or South Australia, local filmmakers that are in those finals, we're we're looking at a way we can contribute a small amount of money just to say, hey, if you come to Dungog, you know, we'd love to see you there and just come along and have fun and have a bit of a party with us and, and a little bit of cash towards your transport or some, you know, some food when you're here or just a little enticer because we really would love to get some of the um, filmmakers coming and representing themselves, you know?
0: Oh, you never know how big this could become. <laughs> you never know. <laughs>
1: We really would like um, lots of uh, film students to get involved and we really want to engage with, um, you know, students from um, Asters and BCA um, and other film schools and really, really get some incredible local talent out there um, as well as people who want to make films on their mobile phones. Like, I'm really up to seeing how people use technology and uh, what they what they can do with their resources. So you don't have to have access to a you know, a huge rig, but, you know, you just have to have a good idea and a bunch of mates, and maybe you can make something that's awesome and could be in the festival as well.
0: Now, all these films have to be under 10 minutes in length and must uh, be shot, edited and completed between January 2014 and the 25th of August 2015. So that gives people lots of... Yeah. Lots of room.
1: gives them lots of room to play with, but it also means that we get... um, films that are current and fresh, and uh, they, the films need to somehow address that one of those categories. So um, people need to get inventive. We're, we're encouraging people to, you know, get out and make a film. It's, they've only got a short period of time if they wanted to do it now, but, um, you know, I know filmmakers always have, you know, they're always generating new work, and I'm sure that they could find one of those categories they could fit into art normally anyway. So
2: mm. hopefully
1: we we'll have get a good broad, broad spectrum.
0: So the submissions close on the 31st of August, you'll be notified by September, and the actual festival is? In the, the 22nd to the 25th of October. And uh, how do they get to know more about it?
1: So you go to our, our website first, um, that's the best way to click through and get straight onto the page where you can get all the information about um, submissions, all the rules and regulations, and uh, see what the categories are. So if you go to www.dungogfestival.com.au, then you can see uh, right there that you can click through and that will take you straight to the page that you need to get more information about uploading your film.
0: Right, and before I let you go, because it is 215 kilometres from Sydney, uh, are there camping sites, places to stay?
1: Yes, there are places to stay, and we will have um, a thriving camping site as well. That's, um, yeah, we've got a really great, lush little piece of land um, that's in a town, so everything is in walking distance.
0: it would be great fun. Thanks very okay. much. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. And that's it for Showreel today. Uh, we've just been listening to a chat I had with Veronica Bolson from the uh, Dungot a film festival short film festival it's it's a festival in general but uh which is on from october the twenty second to the twenty fifth uh sounds like fun also if you want to know more about how to get your film into the uh the place just look up the Dungot uh website d u n g o g is the uh the title of the town anyway i'm out of here and uh coming up next is uh